from the Funky Town Network. Sponsored by Leaves Book and Tea Shop. Welcome to Articulation, a show for art lovers and artists alike. I am Trista Morris with Art of Trista Studios and Art 30, and I'm here with... Uh, my name is Matt, Matt Sachs. I help run the Grackle Art Gallery. My co-host. Uh, my name is Aaron Hutz. I'm a local uh, painter and musician. My name is Shasta Habrick. I, am a, I run an a art collective called Art Tooth, and I'm an artist. Heck yeah. Good to see a group of artists coming together around a table. <laughs> okay, so first and foremost, so you said you run an art collective, Shasta. Uh-huh. Go ahead and tell us about that. Okay. Um, so Art Tooth started about three years ago with a group of artists, and we basically work to curate shows and partner artists with businesses to make art events happen throughout Fort Worth. And nice. yeah. Heck yeah. And so um, now it's just me and another artist named Amy Cardoso. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a board with um, our Ariel Davis is the head of the board. So. Nice, nice. And I read about her recently. Mm-hmm. So is, is it true that um, she's going to be doing a piece for the Tex Rail? Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What do you know about that? Anything? Mm, Any inside info? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta yeah. we gotta try. We gotta try. <laughs> so, what is the goal of Art Tooth? So we, um, it's always kind of changing. I mean, I feel like what we started when we first started, we were like, we'll do whatever, and now we just basically try to take help find opportunities for wherever artists are to get them to the next step of where they want to be. Um, and then so predominantly right now we do a lot of um, shows or we'll try to like start having solo shows at different places. We had a series at Collective Brewing and um, that kind of thing. And then partnering, um, like we have an upcoming series of events with the Kimball where we're gonna bring in artists to do art happenings there. So well, heck yeah. yeah. Do you think it's uh, really beneficial to kind of utilize the museums and the established um, art galleries in the area yeah. to achieve your goals? For sure. Team? I mean, I definitely think, like, I guess the main thing that we've learned is that partnering. We started out, we never have had a, our own space, um, but now we, we do have a kind of a small space. But um, And so we always started with trying to ask other ga- galleries if we could curate shows there, and then that turned into um, we had a series of events at the Modern and things like that. And so it's nice because it it invites artists into those spaces to create work and the people who are going to museums that don't necessarily know about how much underground art is happening, it lets them see that. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. And I know Art Tooth has been pretty involved with the LGBTQ community as well, mm-hmm. inviting you know members of that community in and being super welcoming, which I'm sure Aaron over here has a lot to say about that. <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm actually like really, really pleasantly surprised with how inclusive uh, Art Tooth and uh, a lot of other... Uh, like Third Space. Third and, Space, yeah. House of Iconoclast. Mm-hmm and various galleries like the Grackle have been very, very inclusive about the LGBT community. community. Uh, and that, as a gay trans man, 
really, really surprises me and makes me so happy because I honestly didn't expect that from Texas, you know? Mm-hmm. Like everyone, <laughs> Texas is a red state, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I grew up in Saginaw, which is kind of a yeehaw town on the oh, outskirts no. of Fort yeah. Worth, mm-hmm. which is never a great place for a an openly queer person, especially a disabled queer person like myself, to grow up. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the fact that the art community has been so welcoming is so, so great to me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, I mean, I know the Grackle is a, a very open place as well, right, mm-hmm. Matt? Yes, like, we are. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit what the Grackle is doing to help the community around here feel Okay, inclusive. well, the Grackle, we've been, this is our 11th year. Mm-hmm. We show local artists, no fees, no commissions just all about the artists and the art mm-hmm. we are open to just about anything that anyone wants to bring yeah and we are all inclusive I love it I love it so we need more of that in Fort Worth I feel um, I feel like it's super important to include everybody be whether race gender any mm. anything about that artist that makes them unique I think that should be the goal mm-hmm. of the art collectives coming together and working with one another. What you what you said about Fort Worth mm-hmm. and Texas being red. Yeah. You're not talking about communism, are you? No. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. So uh, I, I understand. <laughs> no commies. In, no, I'm kidding. I understand what <laughs> no, you mean no, no. by red. I yeah. get that. Yeah. It's it's a republic. I get that. Yeah. I get that. What, <laughs> what we're striving to do mm-hmm. is to give other people a voice yes all yes, of us are. absolutely and whichever whichever yeah. group we are yeah and we want people to not be afraid of expressing themselves mm-hmm. that's very, mm-hmm. very which true. is vital absolutely and you know the only way to create that change really is to be proactive and creative so mm-hmm. hell yeah so going back to art tooth for a moment so you run the um, container over on the uh-huh. south side. Go and tell us a little bit about so that. So that's what I was saying. We kind of have a space now. So um, basically, near south side had this Art South box that was on Magnolia for a long time. And we are the first collective in residence to take over curation of the box. And we'll be doing it for two years. And then we don't know. Maybe more. But we'll, it's starting with two years. <laughs> and so we did an open call, which we will we'll open up that call again in September, I believe. Maybe right. earlier. And um, for anyone who wants to do an installation, and then we pay $500 for the installation and materials or whatever. And even if it's a piece you've already had, like that's just the flat fee we give everybody. Right. Um, and so... Yeah, and so we are about to, right now, is Allie Rogers, who did a really um, interesting kind of community thing, where event, uh, where she set up this armitage, basically, and then people would add on to it, and so yeah, it made this yeah. big, um, Just big, I, I colorful, saw it. It, neon. It was really, yeah. really interesting, um, yeah. and I, I wasn't there when you were working on it, but I drove by, and I saw, uh-huh. like, people kind of crowding around watching yeah so I, I i like the interactiveness of that i think that's um a way to get public participation maybe mm-hmm. you know yeah and so and then the next one actually coming up in march um is joshua good and he is going to be doing a um a mastodon dig in the park so um oh, wow yeah, or I guess I should say a creature. I'm not quite sure what it is. <laughs> huh. And so Dragons it'll be a big real. reveal, and there'll be like a dig, and it'll be another kind of nice. community involved sort of thing. And then it, like it and then it swings sort of um, 
we did an, one right before this with an artist named Abby Steller, and it was this sort of ethereal like mix of large pieces of cotton and copper, and um, and it was reminiscent of her grandmother. And so it, it's a very diverse kinds of things that we put in there. Oh, and right. Alistair and yeah, Kim, of yeah. course, I'm sure you know. Um, mm-hmm. They did a aquarium, this fully yeah, very I elaborate... Saw, I- yeah, <laughs> that that was actually really. I went by at night to uh-huh. see that because I I saw it during the day and I was like, it feels flat, but it gained a a new personality just looking at it when it was dark. Yeah, because it sure. actually looked like water. Because then it was yeah. more underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, we've basically um, we had our first run and then that's what's going on that that we've chosen the people up to yeah. September. So okay, so yeah. like. Say, uh, how would an independent artist such as me or Aaron or even Matt want, like, what would we do to get involved with something like that? What are the steps? I mean, we do open calls. So basically, okay. like, if you just follow our newsletter, which you can sign up for the newsletter on arttooth.com um, or Damn. our Instagram, and um, we will say, like, hey, we have an open call for this. So, I mean, we've, for the last two, three years, we've had a big show at the end of the year where we have an open call. Okay. Um, to bring artists and we they call it the the collective show and yeah, or yeah. the family reunion and the family reunion yeah yeah, yeah. so ba- and then we'll have little things like we you know basically if you just pay attention to our socials and so check Facebook, the newsletters Instagram, yeah newsletter. like, okay look at that updates tab for an art tooth email <laughs> right um then that's how we get our our okay calls out but we are okay. is that is that how the uh, uh collective takeover at the fort worth community art mm-hmm. center kind of happened and came about yeah okay good because that that created a lot of momentum i think oh yeah for sure those oh, are always yeah. really fun <laughs> when when you have artists in your shows do you uh-huh. encourage them also to promote um i mean promote, i send them to promote themselves yeah yeah i mean to I don't. tell their friends that hey i'm going to be at this and such and such a place be here we don't like say like hey i mean we'll say like hey here's the the you know instagram posts or whatever but Mm. you know most of the people just organically do that good so yeah i don't usually have to try oh good (laughs) good Good. especially with those large group shows what i'm doing you know i think that's awesome yeah Um, that's also important is promotion and encouraging people to get out and do that. Um, I've even seen something recently where like independent artists are putting up flyers saying, Hey, I'm going to be an X exhibition across mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. And you know, that normally you see that with bands, but not so yeah. much artists. So I think oh, that's good. I think that's going to be on the, uh, on the, up. which also so. we were thinking we do want to reach out to um, neighborhoods like Northside. Cause I think mm-hmm. that like people in the Magnolia area and mm-hmm. cultural district area know about us, but I don't necessarily know how past that. And I would love to know other ways if anyone ever wants to email me about getting our reach further for when we have these open calls. That's a what really is, um, good idea. Reaching out your... to the North side, uh-huh. Como, yes. mm-hmm. stop six, yeah. all these places that are not normally thought about. Yeah. Right. And I'll, what you said about visual artists posting their promotions mm-hmm. visually that mm-hmm. works you see for musicians sure. doing it oh, visual yeah. artists yep. should do that too oh yeah Absolutely. for sure mm-hmm. yeah i think it's really hard sometimes because i do this with my own art um where i guess i spend so much time helping other people and then i'm like oh and then i have this little art show over here or whatever you know and right. like and it's like oh yeah hey guys i I guess I should I, talk about I myself make, sometimes. I make, I make art too, y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's like the last thing I think about. So I think sometimes that 
artists get into that or or they're just like like oh you know it's no it's no big deal like i'm just i have one little piece in the show and it's like no it is a big deal <laughs> it's <laughs> like, a big deal look at my work. first step like, i spent eight hours on this yeah <laughs> be beautiful yeah. tell the world yeah oh by the way we're at leaves which is a t-joint yeah right yeah. over here on st mm-hmm. louis so all the noise you're hearing in the background <laughs> is this business in full operation yeah, so, so you get to enjoy us and the tea room at the same yeah, time and, the and there will so be good. pictures yeah, of everybody drinking their appointed tea um mm-hmm. up on the face space once this airs so and what's your what's your name again up there at the front molly molly you Thank rock you. molly <laughs> yeah. all right so um no, so speaking of the north side, um, we're, we're gaining a thousand people a day, right? And a lot of those are people who are coming from areas, other cities that are like growing in size, rents getting more expensive. So they're looking for somewhat cheaper options. So they're landing in places like the north side, like Holtom City, like, you know, Hearst and that whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of those people do you think are creatives and what do you think is the best way to reach them? What do you think, Aaron? <laughs> like, uh, well, <laughs> I call on you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks, guys. Um, definitely in places like Hearst and Northside, uh, there is a very large community that has yet to be tapped into, especially in the lower income areas. Mm-hmm. Um, where I live is definitely, it feels devoid of any artistic soul what, right. whatsoever. It's there, it's I'm there. sure, it's, and it's just small. It's underneath. It's just yeah. not tapped into, and mm-hmm. the potential there is amazing, and I know there's tons and tons of beautiful artists. Yeah, and like of, of all nationalities, absolutely. all uh, races, all yeah. you know, genders, and uh, you know, the, how do we reach those people though? Like, what what are what are your what are your thoughts? I I think a huge part of it is um, every once in a while we tend to kind of get a little it's every artist that I've ever met in my life we tend to get a little bit pretentious yeah every once in a while (laughs) and I think the best thing we can do is to make to do what like the grackles doing where there's no show fees or at the very least there's very minimal show fees because that is one of my personal hurdles Mm because I'm over here paying like thousands of dollars in medical bills Mm -hmm. every other month so uh, especially going towards lower income areas mm-hmm. is lowering those show fees, uh, making more accessible ev- events, yeah. making them wheelchair accessible, making them mm-hmm. just more advertised in these areas. Because mm-hmm. you know, you go down Magnolia, there's poster after poster after poster, yeah. but you go like to Northside and the only posters I'm seeing are for Pandulce or mm-hmm. some or like the stockyards or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So and I think it's definitely more of just a, yeah. we need to take that first step. We Absolutely. need to come from our like, saturated artistic areas mm-hmm. and go into these less saturated areas. You know? Yes, yes. And so, so like, something else I think we should stress mm-hmm. is in these areas that we're talking about, the North Side, Stop 6, Como, Halton City, you name it, in reaching out to these areas, we are saying to everyone who lives there, you can have your own voice by getting your art out and being heard. Absolutely. Yeah. But how do we do that? So, like, um, I had a conversation with somebody who was working to connect the areas of Fort Worth that are, like, you know, not as well known or 
more or less forgotten. Right. Um, do you guys know Arnaldo Escobar Messi? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was his goal with getting public participation in his art events and his murals was just to expose areas like the North Side mm-hmm. to our concept of art, but also um, he wanted to show the North Side's concept of art to us. So it, it was kind of a, a mutual sharing on his part. So when he did the mural on Franco's Market, that's exactly what he did. He got members from all over the city involved mm-hmm. and collectives. And um, he, as far as I know, so Franco's Market is actually going to be, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, Franco, the gentleman who, uh, who owned it, he passed away recently and it's the owner there, it's, it's like his daughter and she's not sure what to do. So she's calling on Arnaldo who is coming back uh, to kind of help get that on the up and up. And he's planning on hosting art events there mm-hmm. and continuing his work there while keeping the market going. Cool. So it's like a grocery, but they want to do art, like little market events, um, vendor shows, things of that nature. And I, I feel like that's super important because um, we over here on this pretty little south side of town over in the up and up area of Fort Worth, we don't know what art looks like in the north side. Right. Mm-hmm. Like culturally, what comes to mind when y'all think about that? So uh, my my mom she she grew up in the north side. Uh, mm-hmm. She immigrated from Mexico when she was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Lived there un- until she got married, essentially in the nineties. Yeah. And um, like so, she kind of ra- raised me in in that culture. It's beautiful like <laughs> you can cuss okay cool it's i wasn't cool. sure i wasn't sure um but sorry like, leaves people <laughs> like, so this is 2020 let's just get it out right uh so it, it's freaking i'm still censoring myself accidentally you're okay <laughs> whatever you're good. just you're um, good just do you do you boo it, it's fucking beautiful and like um so i got like despite being the whitest person i've ever met in my life i i got to get uh raised in this beautiful culture of uh, Latino art mm-hmm. and it's I think that is definitely something that is very very underrepresented it rep- yeah. uh, underrepresented yeah. in Southside um, yeah. so recently back in like November I got to work with North Space to do the, a show called Pride of Northside mm-hmm. that was like dead in the center of Northside and had where like, was that show oh like, god uh, if you can't remember it's okay I, I, yeah I can't remember <laughs> the I'm um, terrible, but uh, like it was great and it was really, really refreshing to see that like I was the only white person that was actually vending. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was a person of color, and I that was so cool to me. Yeah, and it like it reflected a lot of what I saw in my childhood and what my mom wanted to see more of when she was a child. Yeah, when like that community just didn't like go out and do stuff with their art. They just you know kept it to themselves yeah or they had like small community gatherings very very small like neighborhoods so yeah it's it's definitely very very beautiful and very very diverse and i like it makes me happy to see that it's it's it is slowly starting to expand it's just i i feel like especially in areas such as Southside, we need to reach out to them to help them expand Mm -hmm. and i just that's the hard part is like figuring out a way to do that in the best way possible. Got, There's I a have, lot of Artist De La Rosa is doing a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Artist, Artist De La Rosa? Uh-huh. The, okay. like, yes. um, they have a gallery and a theater and it's on. I've heard of them. Um, yeah. In fact, I did a, a photography project for an artist who's in that gallery. Um, yeah. Do you guys know Eric Arona? No. Yeah. 
Okay, so, so. Um, yeah, his his uh, grandfather uh, was had a house or a, an apartment of some sort mm-hmm. just behind that building, and he grew up watching his grandfather, who was a painter, okay. work and then put art in the gallery. So very cool. Yeah. So we have. Um, Real quick, R2 has another thing we do for the gallery night, and we take the bu- a bus, about 100 people, the actually. The party bus. For the party yeah. bus, and we take them to different galleries. And um, this last year, we had the opportunity to curate a show at Artists and then take the bus there because to show people, like, hey, there's stuff going on, like, in every part of the city, not just, like, you know, the main galleries around here. So, so that was a pretty cool, one Hell cool yeah. thing I know that we've tried <laughs> yeah. to get people like, like out of their bubble and say like, look, there's this huge, like great gallery right here. I so like it. What, yeah. uh, what like little galleries did you guys go to this year? Um, we've gone to Just as many as you can name. Yeah. Off the top I mean, there, <laughs> it's kind of hard to get um, a hundred people into a small space, which is why we haven't actually gone to the Grackle. <laughs> right. Um, and, but it's like, you know, we usually do Fort Works Community Arts Center, mm-hmm. the galleries at TCU, um, the seven six one zero two. We used to do Gallery four fourteen. Four fourteen. What it was called? Yeah. And then um, William Campbell, and we recently also started um, being sponsored by Kimball, so we're usually able to stop by the Kimball. Um, right. And those are all the ones I can name off the top of my head. <laughs> now, the, the Grackle is the same size as some of the ones that you mentioned. Okay. Like William Campbell, mm-hmm. um, 414. They're not here anymore, but right, 414. Right. There was just a house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you know what? We hadn't ever gone there just because... But we might... We're gonna, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. One, one, thing, one thing I would... I would like for this for this podcast to reach out mm-hmm. to artists in parts of the city that we have mm-hmm. not mentioned yet. Yes. And very important. I invite those artists to contact us. Yeah. To be proactive, contact us and say, "Hey, we're out here. We got work. We want to be seen." Yes. So, Matt, how can how can you be reached? How can I be reached? Yeah. At the Grackle Art Gallery. At the Grackle Art Gallery. What's yeah. the Grackle's email? What's a good email for you? Let's see. Uh, the best thing they can do is, let me think, there's the, there's the uh-huh. com. Yeah, you can find them on, on their website. Yeah, and then there's the grackleartgallery at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. And then there's also Matthew J. Sachs at gmail.com. Awesome. And, and you can reach, go ahead. Okay, and that's M-A-T-T-H-E-W. Yeah. J. S A C K S at gmail dot com. Okay. Um, Art Tooth has a website, and we have a page specifically where we add artist websites. Okay. If you want to email us um, your website, we'll we'll always add it. And then, nice. um, if you don't have a website yet, you can always send us stuff. And but generally, keep an eye out for the open the open calls that we have. Um, But those are the main two. Also, we definitely encourage people to get a website as opposed to an Instagram, just because Mm -hmm. on Instagram, it's a mix of your life and your art usually. And so, um, I don't know, websites just make it seem very legit. (laughs) Um, So that's something I've noticed that artists actually struggle with is getting a website. And they're like, how do I get that? Where do I go? I think that like people think that there needs to be more 
fancy than it needs to be. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's you can go on Wix. I think has free mm-hmm. websites and or it's like it's really minimal. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, as long as you have like a page that has your all your art in one page or even if you just link it to your Instagram and it's posting your Instagram mm-hmm. and how people contact you and um, if you want to put your CV on there but even if it's just like your art and how to contact you like that's all people need you know yeah I so, feel like people I feel like as artists we're already like so anxiety ridden like the idea oh, of yeah. like having a website is like ah, they're but gonna like, look at my stuff <laughs> yeah. and, and like I'm one thing that I was worried about, like in getting a website, I don't have one yet, is um, like Instagram already has established traffic, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. everyone everyone knows Instagram, everyone knows Etsy, everyone knows Facebook, and so I'm like, is anyone even going to look at my website? I don't want to pay for a domain that no one's going to look at. So yeah. one one thing I did notice with some of the shows that I did this year myself was that they required a website mm-hmm. to right. be part of yeah. the sign up for the show. And if you didn't have one, it wouldn't let you sign up. Right. So like, what about the artists that yeah. don't have websites, you know? Uh-huh. And I think you're right, by the way. Um, it Artists want to say, oh, it has to be this big fancy thing when really it could be a white page with your name and your work on it. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be. It can literally just be a stop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine is as simple as possible. Um, I have a friend. Her name is Lynn Wallace, which um, if you guys, if you want her contact information, I can shoot it to you. Um, she does work with artists um, across town, to, and she will help you get your website going. She's mm. really, really oh, helpful. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know her rates necessarily, but um, I can always check and find out for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I also have a friend. His name is uh, Tom Gatowski. He okay. also does website design for local nice. artists, that's musicians, cool. and all that oh, stuff. Oh, heck yeah. And that's another thing, I guess, if we're talking about the subject being like how to get out there as an artist. Right. There's a lot of open calls mm-hmm. and a lot yeah. of grants that are open. And a lot of the people who are the ones that they just spend a lot of time looking for those open calls mm-hmm. and applying to as many as you can which is hard when there's fees but i feel right. like i mean yeah. we don't charge any fees for grackle doesn't house of iconoclast yeah. doesn't like um there's, in, there's free shows yeah out if, if you yeah. like figure out i guess i would encourage people to figure out like what's your next step you know like for instance like i've been in the community arts center so now i think i'm ready to apply at artspace 111 yeah. so like figure out where you are get into that first show that's the free one and then from there go on to like the next like look pick like your main ones that you want to get in for the year and just mm-hmm. like baby step your way towards where you're w- would you say making like um a goal list or like a brain yeah. tree of okay yeah although i'm not i i know that you talked about that with choke mm-hmm. but I, yeah yeah that, yeah sounds really fascinating the brain tree thing it's it's interesting it's like um you map out what you're doing and the various things related to what you're doing and you kind of it's it's a visual map that'll help you just organize everything so you start with the map and you turn it into a list for me (laughs) and then you can say okay this month i'm going to focus on this part of the list Uh or this part of the list and you can kind of just organize your information in a way that you can just refer to it go back to it you know yeah. and yeah. it just it's it's a little cloud of things that yeah yeah make it's up trying to get all are. those things yeah. that are running around in our head down on somewhere mm-hmm. instead so they of can it live just, down there yeah instead, instead of, of me just constantly being, thoughts, being like you know? ah, <laughs> plastic bag so I, I got a question yes are there ways that artists can promote their work without having to spend money Yes. Are there free websites that can be created? Oh yeah. There's mm-hmm. um if you have a event that you have, there's actually 
ways to add it as a calendar listing for mm-hmm. Visit Fort Worth, Fort Worth, yep. Texas Magazine. Um, there's a few say, different. Say the name of the magazine again. Art Fort Worth, Texas Magazine. One. Okay. Art and Seek has yeah. one. Uh-huh. Um, and those are all free ways of promoting events specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Oh, and the 817. Um, oh, yeah. So the 817 community, they they took their website down, but they have a central oh, the face- Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. a Facebook page for it. And um, Susie Geisler is the one that runs that. And she's trying to um, gather ideas right now, by the way, to make that a little more helpful to people who are like musicians and artists and people doing events in the city. Mm. So like, feel free to post on that if you're in the group. Otherwise, it's the 817 community on Facebook. Go join it. Yeah. And we actually started the... I think it's FW Art Scene. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fort Worth I was Art like, Scene. Oh, yeah. That's another I big one. I forgot about this thing I started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all the collectives were like, mm-hmm. "What's something we need?" And we were like, "Let's get." And so it's up. It's got a few thousand followers, I think. So yeah. we're getting I, I there. Think so Face- if, sorry. If if I was an artist in Diamond Hill, I could do that. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you got a computer or a phone, I mean. Okay. And you're or connected I could, to the interwebs. If if I had none of those things, could I go to the public library yeah, and do that? You could absolutely, absolutely do that. Okay. And that's think, a good point. I think I Facebook mean, is. If you don't have a phone, what do you do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, Facebook was in, incredibly instrumental in like building my yes. art stuff because like I have at least once a week just spent hours at a time trolling the event pages mm-hmm. on Facebook and looking for arts and applying to random things, even if I've never met the organizers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if, if it's free, I'm applying to it. Or mm-hmm. even if it's just like, once you get accepted, you pay, I'll apply to it and go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that definitely helps build scenes. It's just yeah. putting yourself out there and so, taking a risk. So uh, Lola's does something called the Rock and Roll Rummage Sale. Now that's that's a $20 fee, yeah. but you get to set up for the entire day. You're near, you know, where people are coming anyway to see shows and things of yeah. that nature. Um, that's another good one. That's actually how quite a few artists I know got started. That's, that's exactly I how I got at. started. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, Tiffany Parrish is awesome. Yes, She's she the sweetest person ever. Um, Absolutely. And just... And so are all the vendors at the mm-hmm. rummage sale. We are all oh, yeah. we're all friends. Yeah. Like I don't have a problem with a single one of them. No. And like we're all we all try our very best to just help each other with other events. Like mm-hmm. I know uh, me, Sean Beasley, and Bear Griffin. We we're always uh, sending each other different events. We're like, hey, you would do really good at this one. Mm-hmm. And I love to see that in our community. Oh yeah. And. I actually found out about the rummage sale because I did a show with my band in high school that was at Lola's Saloon, and I saw a poster for the rummage sale that was the next Sunday. I was like, hey, I have a whole bunch of art at my house. Let's get rid of it. Uh And that's what kind of started my art career, basically. Hell yeah. And, you know, there's there's other places like shipping and receiving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that also do shows, you know. Um, so one, one big one they do is called Firebeats. Mm-hmm. And they invite artists to come set up during Firebeats. And Firebeats is basically, uh, it's where people get together and they do fire shows. Uh, manipulating the flame, dancing with it, to where it makes patterns. And it's, it's super cool and it's a really interesting way to draw people in to see art, music, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. <coughs> There's a new thing that we just become aware of out in the city of Benbrook. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the, did anyone send you an email about this yet? Yes, yes. Yeah. The Benbrook, uh, what is it, the Benbrook Market? Benbrook yeah. Farmers and Artisans Market. And 
They want to start doing this the first Sunday of each month, beginning on March the 1st. And it's located at Dutch Branch Park behind the YMCA and a ball field. It's out in, it's out in Benbrook. Mm-hmm. And they're charging 20 bucks per, you know, per vendor. Yeah. And they have space for 30 to 40 vendors. I'm reading off of the email That's yeah. all right. Go that for they it. sent me. That's all right. And let's see. It says they will be creating signage. It'll be, they'll be promoting it, and they'll be advertising it. So, and they're stressing that this is all about for locals, and it has to be within a 150-mile radius. Right. And that's so, like all of DFW, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's important to kind of get out there and get, hit these small shows yeah. as an artist. So, mm-hmm. I mean, or free ones. Free ones mm-hmm. are a big one. And it just depends on what you want your art to do in the city. So let's go ahead and talk about, let's go. So Shasta, tell me how your art started. Oh, Okay. Um, <laughs> How did you get started ah, talking in the about art me. world? I was trying to talk about me. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's see. Um, four, no, yeah, four years ago in 2016, um, I've worked at the Modern Art Museum since 2010, mm-hmm. and I worked at the info desk with Amy Cardoso and another artist named D. Lara, and they created a show that I didn't help organize called The Exhibitionists. And it was a large show at Shipping and Receiving. And the only criteria was that you had to work at one of the museums because they wanted to show the fact that, like, there's all these artists that are working in the museums that mm-hmm. um, make art that's not, that's not going to be in the museums, if that makes sense. And so um, they <coughs> encouraged me, basically, to be in that show and I hadn't made any art for, once I started working there, I just started watching all the lectures and um, absorbing information, essentially. And so I ended up starting the first series of these pieces. They're called, it's just the SNL pieces, where I watch episodes of Saturday Night Live and I decide how funny or not funny I think each skit is. And then I put that into a spreadsheet and then I draw pie charts to show you how funny I think each episode is and then the whole season and so the art piece itself is just per season one large um, is, it, is it like it's like drawings? 20 pie charts okay I've, I've so, seen, I think I've seen it yeah and that's <laughs> that's an interesting way to make your uh, your thoughts known about the series yeah like. <laughs> I was like I, I just that. want like mathematical proof of how funny it is because like <laughs> is it like totally not and it's it, it evens out but anyway and now yeah. actually love SNL and at the time I was just like but now I totally love it but although now I haven't watched it for two years because I needed a break yeah (laughs) because I watched um 11 seasons so (laughs) oh my god yeah um so it was a lot but yeah so now and then so after that that is how soon after that I helped D with another show and Jay Wilkinson called 100 for 100 Mm. and um then immediately after that we realized like we like doing this and we like bringing all these people together and so we started art too so I like that. i've been um helping put shows together as my art form i guess for a while but i still make like um 
pop culture analysis pieces. Like I just recently watched every episode of Golden Girls and I did a timestamp of every time they say, what are you doing up? And so um, I'm actually going to debut that piece. So you went through yeah. the entire series. Because they say, what are you doing up like 45 times in the entire, oh my it's God. a lot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, why are you asking? You're, there, you're always up eating you're cheesecake. You're always there. So yeah. So that piece, um, I haven't actually like, had the piece shown ever but we're gonna have a show on gallery night at a gallery or not a studio space me amy and ariel are actually gonna show together gallery Gallery night's march 28th march 28th this year i'll be be ready for gallery night yeah it's pretty great (laughs) i like it i like it so now i have a question for aaron okay so aaron how did you get started uh unmedicated adhd hey i like (laughs) it uh I, I hated every second of middle school, mm-hmm. and I needed some way to vent my frustration while still trying to pay attention in class. So doodles upon doodles, that evolved into paintings upon paintings. I think I hit my 1200th art, art piece the other day. Oh, wow. And, and okay, so you, you two have something in common. So you keep track of pop culture and episodes that you watch, and Aaron, you obsessively keep track of how many pieces you make <laughs> my, and what you sell. Yeah. My documentation, my dad's an engineer. Yeah. Um, my so, documentation system, every single piece I do has a SKU number, which corresponds to a line in my notebook that has a price, what I would be willing to go down to, what like max price I think it would probably go for, and I also have a photograph of each piece that is both in my photo albums, on my Instagram, and on my Facebook. That sounds beautiful. Wow. It is <laughs> meticulous. For people who love organization, like, and are OCD about it. Just come uh-huh. talk like, to me. Amazing. I'll, I'll like, tell you what to do. Aaron mm-hmm. will teach a class. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is yeah. so weird, because every other aspect of my life is so messy. Like, my room mm-hmm. is terrible. My art studio is terrible. But my system, mm-hmm. intensive. Mm-hmm. This is very important that artists take a professional attitude mm-hmm. to how they produce their work, right. catalog it, and have it ready for presentation. Yes. And how they per- photograph it. Yes, yes, yes definitely. Yes, professional definitely. practices. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're willing to teach a class about that, I could definitely get into I, that. I yeah, know I'll a place there. that uh, mm-hmm. might be interested. Got you. So. Yeah. But yeah, you want to so. go to a professional practices class taught by Aaron Hudson? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is something I never thought I'd, I would be qualified for. <laughs> well, you never know what you're qualified you got, for. You got, the tra- you got the track record, right? <laughs> right, yeah, okay. yeah. This is like my fourth, fourth year doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And like each, because uh, it's a spiral notebook that I just used left over from high school. Mm-hmm. Each mm-hmm. line is another art piece. I'm on my 40th page. Back to back. Wow. It is... I look a little bit crazy whenever I do these shows, but it's fine because it makes keep keeps me at ease knowing that I know where everything is. Yeah, I'm definitely not. That <laughs> sounds awesome to me. Because <laughs> like, we have artists who like, or I am bad about this too, where I'm like, oh, where is that piece right now though? Yeah. Like whose house did I leave that at? Hold on. So uh, yeah. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have that, those moments because like, when you're doing so much mm-hmm. in addition to what you're doing with your own art, yeah. like it gets really scattered. So that's why organization and um, 
basically keeping track of everything, even if it's in an uh, unorganized piles all over your house or your friend's house. Even if houses. you're the only one who knows the system. Right. Yeah. If you know the system, <laughs> it matters. Everybody knows the system. And um, that's one thing about artists I find uh, unique about them is they are organized in a chaotic way. But they are organized, Absolutely. even if they don't yeah. look it, you know? Yeah. So, like, like you go, you going to shows, you were like, oh, hell, I don't have my book, and you about had a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, literally yesterday, I forgot my book, had my dad drive 30 minutes to the Grackle to drop it off <laughs> so that I could keep tra- a track of everything I sold. Because I have, so I have, like, all the SKU numbers written out when I mm-hmm. sell it, and I also have, um, like, a sales report sheet that says, yeah. like, month by month when I sell it, mm-hmm. and I also have a sheet that organizes all my art purchases. I keep track year by year what percentage growth my art business has, and I think for the last three years it's been 200% growth, mm-hmm. which makes me feel a lot better about myself, you know? Like yeah. seeing those numbers and having something to sure. back up, like my personal growth when I have those low moments of, hey, I, like, I don't feel great about my art, but hey, I grew 200% last year. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's a good way to monitor what you're doing. So it's so basically, the Grackle teaches these classes, right, Matt? Yes. Okay, so who, how do you go about teaching a class like that? Hmm. In this particular instance, okay. we get someone with experience. Mm-hmm. Aaron has got experience. And we have them come in and teach the class. We're gonna ha- actually, we're going to have a class on professional on performance art. Yes. And that's going to be on February the 16th. Ah. Joe Art LaBerge will be teaching that. I could, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. Do you know Joe Art? No, not personally. Joe Art LaBerge. Yeah. He's, he's, I know of him. He's, he's our resident artist at the moment at the Grackle. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we look for people who are, who have demonstrated a capacity for, be able, for being able to do the kind of things mm-hmm that we'll teach a class in. So professional practices, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trista, you you have taught classes at the Grackle. Yes, so I've taught painting classes yeah. with Art 30, and yeah. it was more or less to help expose people who aren't, haven't been to that gallery, to the gallery, and just, you know, this is the Grackle, this is Matt's house, this is mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. a community space. Mm-hmm welcome you know and uh, people have come back from those classes that i was teaching there yeah, so, yeah. Um, and you and you've taught the classes at other places as yes, well yes i teach haven't you taught them here haven't you uh at not, leaves? At, not at leaves not yet i'm working on that you work like on to get a, a small family friendly class going at leaves i have to talk yeah. to tina yeah. by the way thank you tina for letting us record this here you're a fabulous <laughs> human um so i run a company called art 30 texas and really it's what it's about is basically exposing people who have never picked up a paintbrush before to the concept of painting something themselves. And I always love it in my classes when after a class has happened, it's like a couple weeks go by and I get contacted on Facebook or Instagram and it's like, hey, so I was really inspired by the class. I went out and bought my own set. And I'm like, do it, mm-hmm. you know? Because <laughs> art has a way of easing the mind, getting rid of stressors, um, and it's, it's a way of expression. So, Aaron, you do a lot of that. How does, how does art help you? Um, art is, pro- it saved my life very genuinely when I say that. Um, I, I use it mostly as just art therapy. I struggle with PTSD, ADHD, mm. depression, anxiety, you know, anything with a bunch of letters in the diagnosis, <laughs> I probably have it. 
So um, like anytime I feel just a substantial amount of emotion, I get my hands very covered in paint and I just start, I finger paint a lot, which like not everyone believes me when I say a lot of my paintings are actually finger painted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's what's unique about yeah, that is the when you feel what you're working with, yeah, it I, gives you a sort of therapeutic. Absolutely. I, ha- yeah. I have really, really bad sensory issues. It's gotten mm-hmm. to the point where like I'm a vegetarian solely because the texture of meat is disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. So like getting my hands in paint kind of shocks me back into my own body and it just has it's just this bent this release that i get every time i make a new painting mm-hmm. and so each of my paintings maybe if the even if they look just oh it's a pretty bird like they're very 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 personal and it it's kind of like a language only i ever speak you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of how i think of it yeah yeah mm-hmm. so if i say wanted to teach a therapeutic art class where you touch the material you paint with it and you use basically your hands to make it do you think that would be helpful to people who have never painted before absolutely i think uh, a huge thing with art is sometimes materials can be daunting and proper technique like i've i've been doing art for half my life basically and i've Mm -hmm. never done oil paints because i don't know the first thing about oil paints right are they toxic what if you touch them and they don't come off how long does it take to dry like what can i mix with right so like i think a very very literal hands-on method would be a great first step for getting into art. I think so. What do you think, Shasta? About the therapy art yeah, classes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, I, think <laughs> I don't know, I have much to add. I feel like Aaron got it all. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. That's all right. Um, so I know there's there's a, a building in, in this little plaza we're in called Art Room. Uh-huh. And I know they teach classes, but I don't know if they go like super, I haven't taken a class there myself. So do you know anything about Art Room? Oh, yeah. Um, like what kind of classes do they teach? Mm-hmm. Is that the question? Oh, they kind of do various different classes. They definitely do a lot of classes for children. Mm-hmm. And then they, in fact, they, and I think they have an upcoming, like, make and take collage class. Um, basically, they choose different artists to do whatever, like Brenda mm-hmm. um, did a watercolor class there. And so wow. they, if you keep an eye on Art Room, they also post in Fort Worth Art Scene quite a bit. But nice. they have a class, I feel like, almost every week. <laughs> And so, and they also have like one day a week that's a drawing studio drawing class, nice. like where you can just come in and draw, drop like in that. and draw. But so like anybody can do it. Yeah. So. I will. Yeah. House of Iconic Class is starting the mm-hmm. artsy fartsy parties mm-hmm. where we just yep. get together. Moon. Uh, what what day is it? Wednesday. 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 Yeah. Unfortunately, and, I've I've taught a class the last. I think they're, it's happening again and I'm teaching a class. But of course. <laughs> if yeah. they're there till like midnight, I'll, I'll go. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they said like, even if you don't want to draw necessarily, like still come and hang out. Yeah, you can just yeah. with a bunch of artists. Yeah. Um, and and that's fartsy. happening at the Moon Bar. At the Moon uh-huh. Bar. Over off of uh, Berry Street, right? Westbury. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And the, the model they're using is actually my favorite local drag queen, Frida Monet. She is yeah. a fantastic yeah. performer. Oh, mm-hmm. I love her. She does uh, every Friday night at 11. Her and Chanel LaMasters do uh, the Urban Shit Show at Urban yes. Cowboy, oh. <laughs> uh, which is actually how I found out about Third Space because it, mm-hmm. it's a gay bar. Yes. So they were uh, posting a whole bunch of flyers mm-hmm. calling open call for queer artists. So that's another like awesome way to reach out is just 
bars that people wouldn't normally think to go into, like a gay bar, and just stick up a bunch of posters everywhere. So speaking of which, speaking of Third Space, while it's in the air, right? since I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Third Space is going to be hosting a cube brunch on February 22nd, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., and all members of the LGBTQ community and anybody, basically, yeah. is welcome Any to come hours. attend the brunch. So yeah, um, shout out to Third Space. They got any so shout awesome. outs? Anybody got shout outs? I got a few. All right, go for it. Uh, this, this is very selfish and very personal. <laughs> okay. The Grackle Art Gallery has three upcoming events this February. Yeah. There's the performance art class being taught by Joe Art. Mm -hmm. That's on the 16th. On February 22nd, the Grackle Art Gallery has a group show. Yeah. It runs from 7 to 11 p.m. What's the name of that group show? I don't know. Huh. Oh, wait a minute. I remember, <laughs> I remember now. a short trip to nuts. That was awesome. That was a sh yeah. <laughs> this show uh, is going to be called A Ham is Half an Ass. Ham is Half an Ass? A Ham oh is God. Half an Ass. So what, uh, what is the purpose of, of using those attention-grabbing names? Just curious. Well, first of all, you said it yourself. It gets mm -hmm. people's attention. Yes. <laughs> and it's also anatomically correct <laughs> you have one ham you have two hams you have a full ass right i like it okay like it. so right. a ham is half an ass i like it i like yeah. it it All gets right. people's attention yeah very cool yeah. very cool and then on february the 28th mm -hmm. grackle live which is our music stuff mm -hmm. which is run by Kevin allenson yeah we're featuring jacob fur nice. rebecca joswick mm -hmm. and signals and alibis yeah Nice. So, and then Beta, Betamax. Betamax. I haven't heard them. Yeah, you it will. It's nice to have mm -hmm. a Betamax. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, those are the three upcoming events at the Grackle. Awesome. 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 So, Matt. Oh, and, and also, one other thing. Yeah. Every Tuesday night, the Dock Bookshop. Yes. Which is down at Handley and Meadowbrook Drive, down at that corner in Handley. Every Tuesday night, the Dock Bookshop has open mic. Okay. Starts at 8 o'clock. I've been to the Dock, yeah. and it's, it's a great place to go and not only meet people who are creative. Yes. Uh, it's a good place to go see art. It's yeah. a good place to go you know, hear spoken word and mm -hmm. express ideas. So, yes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, and they, they, uh, at the Dock, you can do poetry, mm -hmm. spoken word, music, anything you want to do. Nice. And uh, everything is, is welcomed and accepted. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, this Friday, I get to work with uh, the Speakeasies open mic. Yes. We're uh, over in Pentigo, Texas at the mansion something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very similar vibe. There's a bunch of artists, poets, musicians, and I'm, I'm really excited to start working with them. Yeah. So just How far away is Pentigo? Go ahead. Uh, it's like, it's almost Arlington. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So it the the underground movement's kind of reaching out a little bit, I yes. guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good to see. Right. I mean, that's that's really what what I hope this show can accomplish too, and um, it should just kind of reach all corners of the DFW area and be like, hey, artists, we want to mm -hmm. hear from you. We want to talk to you. So, just curious, you guys, um, if. If we were to, say, host a series of group shows in every corner of DFW, how do you think we could go about creating those shows, inviting every collective to be involved, <laughs> not just individuals? Because I do see uh, a limited scene, because it's like, 
it's changed a little bit with the takeover. So that was good to see. But uh, what is what is the takeover? The collective takeover was at the Fort Worth Community Arts Center. Art Tooth is curated. Um, we started at Shipping. We did it the first time at Shipping, and then we've done it for two years, where we've chosen different collectives, and we all go and curate different spaces ourselves. So this each each gallery had their own room essentially mm-hmm. usually it's the our first one was like our birthday show at shipping and it was in august and then we did to a community arts center in december okay so yeah and you also did something at the republic street bar not too long ago is that, that was me individually okay yeah but nice. that was just sort of a one-off thing but yeah i was but doing I like, like a market like mini market art thing which there's also fort worth market trail on that note mm-hmm. who does those regularly and so. that's latino hustle that's with no um, it's jessica no? i mean it's jessica again who is in latino hustle okay, but it's okay. specifically jessica again's so, so baby are, gotcha so these are these are all uh individual people from those collectives Correct. doing their own thing yeah okay, that's, that's kind awesome. of one of the hard things to <laughs> yeah <laughs> navigate like you know what's Who's, this person doing what, yeah yeah know? and how What's the crossover? But yeah. yeah, a lot so, of people are in multiple collectives. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm working with both Third Space and House of Iconoclast, mm-hmm. and I want to branch out to more because I think all as many like collectives to be involved in as possible would be awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. I feel like there's a lot of crossover between people we show in a House of Iconoclast mm-hmm. and yeah. Kim and Jessica and all those people have helped us quite a bit. So it's it's good to see because like there's there's a little web happening in Fort Worth right now where all of these little individual collectives yeah. are now branching out and working with one another. Everyone's like one that. person removed from another person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know you, we're, but I know your friends. Once yeah. removed. No, <laughs> no, I like that. I feel like you were going to say something about how if we did shows elsewhere, like what would that look yeah. like? Yeah, so or? like there's, there's places like, um, so the, it gave me an idea because I know uh, the Ridgely Theater is a space that's kind of tucked over on the other side of town. Yeah. I don't know if anybody has tried to do anything involving art there, but they do a lot of concerts with bands that are not terribly well known. Right. But it's a beautiful space. There's a lot of room. Um, there's the Ridgely Theater. There's the Circle Theater. There's uh, the Haltom Theater. How could we reach out to these like big open area kind of places and get them involved with what's happening in the art scene so that more shows can happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, just like somebody has to decide and then figure out who to mm-hmm. talk to. Yeah. I mean, that's how we did it at Artist De La Rosa. So, yeah, you know, okay. part of so, it is like reaching out, uh, especially in places like Ridgely and Haltom City, is also reaching out to musicians yeah. that are already mm. planning shows and being like, hey, let's do joint music and art. Yes, mm-hmm. which and is something that's I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy to see that because yeah, it's um, awesome. The very kind gentleman who is allowing us to record this episode, Matthew yes. Broyles, is in the music scene and hosts a show called The Barbershop. So it's good to see um, that happening as well. That I noticed that at the at the very first House of Iconoclast mm-hmm. show, uh, fuck your art degree, which. Fucking hell, I love that name. It's um, so good. I, th- I think about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I-, I noticed that like she had like concert, like a literal concert happening at the same time as the show. So you had an option to go grab a drink, watch the music happening, and then walk around. And it was just, there were things to do instead of just seeing the art and yeah. just, you know. And like at, at Rebel Rebel, uh, mm-hmm. Frida Monet was hosting. So there was, yes. she performed a couple drag numbers mm-hmm. too. So we got drag queens we've got musicians we've got artists and it was such a like a cool collaboration of all these different art forms and that makes me so so happy to yeah. see yeah mm-hmm. heck yeah and again i, I want to stress it's not enough for 
art collectives to reach out to artists. Artists have to reach out as well yep. to mm-hmm. us, to our collectives, to say, hey, I want to be heard. I want to be seen. So it's, it goes both ways. Yeah. So I, I touched base on that a little bit with Juan Corneo um, on my second show with Articulation. I was like, Juan, so I have a question. How can we get artists involved? And he told me uh, straight up, just from doing the shows that he's done, he does um, uh, the Massacre shows, the Dark Horror shows, DFW Art from the Underground, that sort of thing. Um, He's like, well, some artists just don't want to be in the spotlight. And I'm like, I don't know if that's, just from talking to different artists myself, I don't know if that's always true, you know? I think part of it is at least in my personal experience, a lot of artists tend to be very anxious. I am mm. one of those artists. I describe myself routinely as a little hermit art goblin. And that <laughs> I don't leave my house unless I'm doing an art show um, or going to a doctor's appointment. But <laughs> Right. So it's like... You've contacted me at like four in the morning and we've had been like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working on a piece. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and, you know, like yeah. just random anxiety conversations. Oh, yeah. so, it's a, so it's important for artists... For all of us to get over our fears, yes, and even if you think you're and 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 express express our desire to be recognized. So we've got to get over that fear. At least come to grips with it and say, okay, I'm scared, fine and dandy. I'm going to do this anyway. Yeah, that's very much what I did when I started doing the rummage sale because, like, my my social anxiety throughout high school was debilitating. I couldn't give like in class presentations to thirty people. And here you are on my podcast. And here I am on a podcast. <laughs> and I'm also like a musician now like playing. What's what's the band that you uh, play in? I'm currently in a band called Eyes Over Mine. Eyes Over Mine. We're like, okay. I don't know how to describe us other than like alternative emo indie weirdos. Oh, good. <laughs> it, right. Uh, it's me, my uh, best friend Luke Leslie, and our friend Matt Martin. And, nice. Uh, all three of us have been relatively like in and out of the Fort Worth music scene and that helped bridge the gap between at least for our little group bridge the gap between music and visual art mm-hmm. and um but yeah so see I would like yeah. to see more of that and me too I'd like to see you know I, I know the modern has times when they uh they have musicians come in and they play mm-hmm. or is that or is that the um Kimball as well both, they, they both, both do it. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. So the band again is called Eyes Over Mind. Over Mind. Okay. Eyes Over Mind. And oh. is it up to the musician in in question to contact the museum? Uh, on those kinds of things, I have no idea. You don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, just I work think there. they probably, probably <laughs> okay. curate. Maybe if you yeah. sent a CD, uh, and I wouldn't okay. be like you know crazy. Sorry, my nose is I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a oh, balance okay. so, of like reaching out and also being too persistent that you have to kind of be aware of but I also I would say on that note about getting over your fears of all of these things that sometimes if you apply to a show and you don't get in the first time that doesn't mean that they didn't like your art or anything like that that means that like you can like we've had shows where there's we like all the art but it doesn't necessarily like make sense altogether mm-hmm. and so if you don't get in that first time that doesn't mean like okay well never mind i'm never going to get in one of those shows right like keep applying yeah. like and we'll i mean it's just like you know 
Drag yeah. Race or America's Next Top Model. Like, just keep you applying. Just gotta right. keep trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my main advice to like artists starting out is just apply to whatever. Even Everything. if you don't think you're gonna get in, Everything. just apply anyways. And, and even yeah. yeah, the more you apply, the more you get used to applying. The more yeah. it's not like. And right. so, and right. even if you don't get in that time, like try it again the next year, and you yeah. can cinch things up, or go and see what they chose. Like, Absolutely, yeah. and you like, might have art that you might just be like, I don't know what to send, and send them all kinds of stuff. And mm-hmm. I know most of us, some of us have one kind of line of paintings or whatever pieces, mm-hmm. but some of us have various different things. And if I apply with whatever, and then I go and I see what they picked, and I'm like, oh, I could have sent this piece instead. Like, right. getting out is probably the other really difficult things for some artists mm-hmm. because being social is like mm-hmm. but Do even you if you to talk you know? go <laughs> and you don't talk to anybody and you just see what the people are like or what the art is that that's up mm-hmm. is like or that kind of thing and then come back and follow on social media like mm-hmm. i should i should make a like social anxiety list of how to still be out without yeah. being out <laughs> so i have a so. question if we were to each teach a class at the grackle art gallery on professional practices on how to get out in the world what do y'all think that would be like? Got any takers? Because I know the Grackles want more classes to happen. Yeah. Like we're, you're, you're searching for people to teach classes. The, the, big, the big word I'm thinking about is persistence. Be yes. persistent. Mm-hmm. The more you apply, the more you get your name out, the more mm-hmm. people like, I've heard of this guy before. I've heard of this girl before. What mm-hmm. the hell? Let's give him a shot. Yeah, right. but be persistent with your applying, not necessarily like messaging the Certainly. owner be of the persistent. gallery. Don't, don't be, spam be the gallery. Professionally, professionally <laughs> persistent. Thank you. Yeah. Professionally <laughs> persistent. That's there good. There you go. That's a good Perfect. term. Perfect. Yeah. That's a good term. Yeah. And so, like, go ahead. Uh, one, one thing that I uh, tell myself a lot is even at shows that I don't do so well, just the fact that I went anyways kind mm. of goes to show dedication and that will... Show up. Yeah, show up. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not working that event, or even if you do terrible at that event, the organizers will take notice yeah. if you show yeah. up and you're dedicated to the scene. Oh, yeah, yes. Sure. So I, I struggle with that sometimes. Uh, when I go to a show and I'm like, shit, I didn't sell anything. That doesn't mean the show wasn't a success. People right. still saw the art and they still took notice, you know? Mm-hmm. And we have that even and when I've... A, a, you never know who you're going to meet there that you're going to collaborate with later somehow right. um, and get to hang out with them more. or And then... Um, B, I've had shows for Art Tooth where 300 people have come, and I've had shows where four people are there. And in sometimes when it's four of us, like we're all actually sitting down and having conversation, and it's mm-hmm. almost more fun than mm-hmm. the big shows because right. I actually had a full conversation with these people yeah. for like right. two hours, and then we were like, oh, like, you know, okay, I guess we got to go. You know, so even like success is not a finite thing right success has many meanings Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not one specific like oh i sold stuff therefore i'm a success not necessarily you know like what about the people that show up and see the art and it it hits them a specific way or what if like at, at your show sunday brunch i had a lady come in and buy my dad's painting and that was just amazing because my dad's a disabled guy he hasn't done anything creative in ages and he sold a painting at your show just by going with me so i mean it's but also i had people come in and just be like i really like your art i can't afford it but man this this may this means this to me and i feel like the more people understand that success basically just means getting your work out there and conveying the meaning the, the more people are gonna go hey go try it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> show mm-hmm. up yeah like um, i went to i went to uh, boswell high school which is not the best place for someone who is 
queer and disabled, Ooh. but it's a learning curve. Um, yeah. And a lot of what like helped me through it was hearing, because I was probably one of like five openly queer people at that school. Um, and like, we, my art teacher would put our art out in the hallway in like those little case things, because you know, it's high school and whatever participation trophies and all that mm -hmm. but um like I would actually get messages on Instagram being like hey I go to school with you and the fact that like you're open in your art about being trans or being disabled or being queer like helped me figure out my own identity and that it was like the best thing I could have ever heard I would prefer that over like a five thousand dollar commission yeah as long as I don't have medical debt <laughs> oh, hashtag buy Aaron's art. Yeah, buy my art. <laughs> Help me pay off my medications. Um, but like, yeah, like hearing that it struck a chord with someone and helped them figure out something with their own personal thing, mm. even though it was just me like venting about my stuff, that was 100% success to me. Mm -hmm. so, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you look like you're, you have something on your mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was double checking because you leaned forward. Anyway, um, so... One thing that I, I, I kind of had in my head just now as everybody was talking was basically how artists don't like to come out of their little caves. They don't like to go to the art meetings about, you know, art talks around town, um, like the one that happened at the Kimball, which was kind of like, meh, but they were talking about public art, essentially. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason those talks happen is just let's find ideas. Here's what's happening here. How can we make this more of a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do we get artists out of their studios and participating in the art scene around here? Any thoughts? I'm led easily with food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Free alcohol yeah. for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I saw and you food for sure. uh, doing, doing the uh, mobile, it's like a mobile bar at Black House. Hmm. What was Pop it? Pop-up? Pop-up bar. bar. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is that? Uh, oh, what is Pop-up bar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Pop-up bar is a... Uh, bar created by Pam Moncrief and she does various so um, pop-up events. We, how do we get that? Oh, um, I'm just curious. I have no idea. She just no calls idea. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I was just curious. Um, so like there's, there's a lot of food vendors that I, I've noticed that are like, okay, well, I mean, how can I get involved here? So if we were doing a show, a coordinated show, um, to get the word out, I know there's actually like a foodie group on Facebook, uh -huh. um, and I guess I would say target like the little local restaurants like Salsa Limon, maybe. Yeah. So food's one good way. Uh -huh. what about, what's another way? For, oh, as far as getting free food though? Mm -hmm. Oh, I would target places that are newer versus mm -hmm. like a Salsa Limon at this point is going to, there's going to be like how many a people fee, are there, right. otherwise you have to like pay extra. Um, and the people having to pay, but then, you know, if you, if you have an established group and talk about sponsorships, there's things that you can do for that yeah. or, you know, have a very lim nominal fee for, mm -hmm. or tip jar out even just for the food yeah. to cover that. So that's one thing. Um, so one thing I, I noticed at a couple of the meetings at Black House and some of the meetings I've been to at Northside is people will literally just cook small meals. And it'll be like a potluck thing whenever they're getting together. It doesn't matter what they're doing, be it an art show, be it like, um, well, art in the North Side obviously is different, but be it like a gathering of people. They'll cook a little bit of something. Right. 
each person and bring it. Mm-hmm. So potluck would probably be a good way, but I mean, That'd I know there's, awesome there's you know, issues with the BYOB, bring your own food, bring your own bottle kind of thing. Yeah. What, we, what we do with the grackle, mm-hmm. we tell people, you want to bring some food, bring some food as far as alcohol for personal consumption only. Right. We mm-hmm. stress that. Yeah. yeah. And see, I, I feel like um, people sitting around together, observing things around them, watching entertainment that's happening, and sharing a meal, that's a good way to get ideas out. Yeah. 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 We just tell people, hey, bring your own stuff. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And that also like, helps account for dietary restrictions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, if you have a nut allergy, like, maybe mm-hmm. don't eat the food. But. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, if, 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 if you're a cannibal, just be very, you know, careful of what we kind of meat you bring. We had a conversation yeah. about yeah. cannibalism. Yes, we yes. did. If you're a cannibal. There, there was a very, very deep cannibalism discussion that me, Matt, and a few other vendors had yesterday. The question was, if, oh if, if you're a cannibal and you're a vegetarian, do you eat only humans that are vegetarians. I still think that you'd be a terrible vegetarian if you were a cannibal. Yeah. That, that would be Seems really counterintuitive. This was a very, I mean, very hotly debated topic. I mean, you yourself are a houseplant, <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work out too well. Well, I think we've covered a crap ton of base here. Yeah. Is there anything that anybody wants to add to the whole conversation? You want, oh. you want to do your shout-out? Yeah. I was do, like, it, do it, do it, do it. I did sporadic shout-outs throughout, but basically, yeah. if you want to know the mm-hmm. facts, um, tickets for the gallery night party bus go up in a couple of weeks, and we're going to – that's March 28th, this gallery night. I have a show on gallery night. I don't know where. It's on Camp Bowie somewhere. So keep uh, follow me at Shastina Lynn is my Instagram, and I'll post about it, I promise. Only on Instagram. This is my way of keeping myself accountable for posting about myself. <laughs> and then um, March – March 7th is the um, Joshua Good uh, event at South Main. It's uh, 120 South Main is where the Art Tooth box, Art South box is. It's also where you can go check out Allie Rogers' piece right now. So Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I know uh, Amy Cardoso didn't actually get uh, brought up too much. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, she's she's kind of your partner in crime. For sure. Can we talk about her she's for just a minute? She's the best. She's the one... Um, would, she's the one that keeps me um, in check, the organized one. We're both organized in different ways, but she, you know, is like, don't forget you said you are going to do that thing. And she also actually has a solo show at, he, um, at Wesleyan. So if oh, you want to wow. go check out her art pieces. Wesleyan University? Uh-huh. Where, where is that? Do we it's, know? Um, is it what, what side of town? It's, mm, you nope. can go- mm-hmm. People can Google it. It's yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Wesleyan and Alpha Fort Worth 820? DFW. There you go. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't drive. Okay. So, <laughs> it's hard. yeah. And wait, she's wait. been my partner in, in crime for three years, so. You're talking about Texas Wesleyan University? Uh-huh. Yeah, Rosedale and Collard. There, there you go. go. Hey. Yeah, and then the gallery's <laughs> on Vaughn. Uh huh. See, got it. I just yeah, need yeah, you yeah. to get me halfway there, and then I got the rest. So. There we go. <laughs> okay. So shout out, shout out, shout out, shout yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Do you have any shout outs? Uh, I mean, I'm just specific people you've worked with that you want to be like, they're awesome. Go look at them. <laughs> oh God, there, there's so many people. It's hard to. Uh, I'm just gonna go with uh, Tiffany Parrish, who there organizes the rummage sale. It's the last Sunday of every every month from noon to. 6 p.m. Like 6 or 7. 6 or 7. We're, There's we're, always we're, a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah. It's her and her husband, Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always live music, great mm-hmm. vendors, and it's like artists. It's uh, vintage clothing. It's records. It's random crap. 
Like it's just awesome. randomness. <laughs> there's a lot of like just really random stuff, and usually there's food vendors. It's really cool. I've been doing it every month for the last two years now, and it's it's just a really good environment. Everyone's so nice and so cool. And then Heck yeah. Yeah. What about you, Matt? You got any got any other shout outs? Ooh. The Grackle Art Gallery, of course, will have a show on gallery night. And that's the only other thing I can think of besides the three events we have wanna, in February. Any artists is, you want to talk about? Any artists I want to talk about? Artists, musicians. There was an artist at the art market yesterday. Yes. His name is Aaron. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his last name. Uh, I have him on Instagram. He was really cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me, give me a second and I can okay. get you that name. And a guy named Andrew, yep. who is going to start, he's going to start organizing art events up on HK? Race Street. Huh? Yes. HK? HK? Yeah. Yes. HK. Yes. yes. Yeah. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Andrew, you rock. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's the no best. art Nazis. So, anyway, sorry, go ahead. He gave me that t-shirt. <laughs> His t-shirts are so soft. They like, are. They're the best. Um, okay. They're next level. So That's the guy that you were sorry. talking about is Aaron Spoons. Aaron Spoons. S-P-O-O-N-T-S. Yes. That's he was it. so cool. Yeah, he was awesome. And he told me that was his first time out. Which really, mm-hmm. was that the gentleman who was with his, his dad at uh, the table by the door? He had the like beanie and the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was really cool. He, he was, was. He seemed like he was a go getter. Like yes, he really just absolutely. wanted to be involved. Yes, <laughs> yes, a very enthusiastic artist. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk with him, but go ahead, go ahead. And I think who else was there yesterday? Uh, Maria. Maria's really cool. Uh, yes. God, I always forget her last name, and I feel so bad. She's the one that makes the macrame, right? Macrame pieces, uh, and had their, her paintings on the wall. No, that was that was no. Karina. Uh, Karina, sorry, they have Maria. Marina Karina. Sorry. Okay, it's <laughs> Maria Ar- Aregara. I hope Aregara. I'm saying it right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she okay. she does a lot of events downtown. She's like, she's very. Not very new, but like pretty new to the scene, and she's just getting started. She's super sweet, super mm-hmm. talented, so I'm glad to see her doing a lot more stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was another artist at the Grackley yesterday, Stephanie mm-hmm. Jeffers. Yes. Mm-hmm. She runs a stained glass studio on Lackland Road Lackland called Road. called Merry Go Round Stain nice. Stained Glass mm-hmm. Studio. So Stephanie Jeffers, she was there yesterday. Nice. Y'all go check out that stained glass studio if you can. Yeah. So I have a couple shout outs. First and foremost, I have a couple in, in, integral art scene shout outs to throw out there. Uh, Choke from the 76107, or the 107 Collective as you want to call it. Um, she is taking a break, but you know what? Go check out her work at the 107 Collective. Um, Arnaldo Escobar Messi, go check out the art court in Trinity Park. Um, it's the basketball court underneath the East Lancaster Bridge, I think that's it. Yeah. West Lancaster. Pardon me. I get the. <laughs> don't ever give me directions. Give me a map. Okay. <laughs> I, I just thought of one other artist that was there yesterday, Alonzo. Alonzo. He, you know who, was t- who I'm talking about? Alonzo, uh, black hair, black jacket. He had a couple- Lorenzo? Lorenzo. Lorenzo, yeah. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. He was awesome. <laughs> Lorenzo. Yeah. A visual artist and a musician. He's incredible. Nice. Yes, okay. Lorenzo. He does okay. like scra- he does like scratchboard work. Mm-hmm. Scratchboard. Okay, yeah, that's that's cool. actually really unique. That's like a multimedia. Yeah, sort of thing. absolutely. Like let me that. let me get his full name because I know I added uh, Lorenzo Diaz. Lorenzo Diaz. Diaz. Okay, he's, he's great. Okay. Yeah, okay. he also builds paraffin lamps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paraffin lamps. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Like wax? Liquid paraffin. It's an oil. Oh, yeah, paraffin okay. Oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I hadn't he heard builds of that. these lamps out of plumbing, old style steel galvanized plumbing, hmm. and then brass to put the wicks into, wow. and then fills them with paraffin oil and lights them up. Heck yeah. They're beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, so let's see. Shout outs on my end. I mean, I, I had one more and my brain just shut off. Y'all go check out David Reddick. So he is yeah. an um, artist who actually showed his work recently at the um, Collective Brewing right behind us over by Leaves, which, sad, sad face, Collective Brewing closed. They were doing a lot for the art community. It makes me sad. But um, he, uh, he wanted me to throw his name into the air, and I might have him on a future episode. So y'all be on the lookout. All right. I think that about wraps it up, you guys. What do y'all think? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Shasta, real quick. Yes. Where can we find you again? Oh, uh, my Instagram is Shastina Lynn. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the uh, Art Tooth Instagram. Okay. The top two things. Okay. So, if they don't have Instagram, they can find you on Facebook, though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty... Um, yeah, if we have like a single mutual friend, I'll friend anybody. <laughs> I'll accept a friend request like, most of the time friend. until you start getting like weirdly political, and then I'll unfriend you. But you oh, know, <laughs> please don't unfriend me. I get weirdly political. No, 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 <laughs> the other way. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So what about you, Aaron? You can just search me on Facebook, Aaron Huts, H U T T S, and on Instagram. Instagram is my most used social media platform that's where i post every single piece i've done so there's a ton of posts on there uh it's solstice.snakes because alliteration is cool and so are snakes <laughs> agreed and uh you can also find my band at uh eyes over mine on instagram we're gonna start doing some shows i also get to do like the album art for that so i'm very excited for doing my own album art on my own music so that'll be fun oh also, if you have any ideas about any of the things I asked about, about reach or whatever, um, Shasta at R-Tooth is dot com is my email. So yeah. that's also, I might not get back to you right away, but Keep <laughs> I will get we're, back to you. We're busy people around here. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Uh, you can find me. I hang out at the corner of El Campo and Hewland a lot. <laughs> uh, I-30 and, and uh, Hewland Street, I'll hang out down there. Nice. Okay. And then okay. the Doc, the Doc Bookshop, I'm there every Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Let's see, where else do I hang out? That's about it, I think. That's about it? Yeah. yeah there was are are you still dumpster diving? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you better believe it. Dumpster like diving? It. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> So those are places you can find me at, and also you can find me at the Grackle. And my personal email address, I'll give it one more time, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-J-S-A-C-K-S at gmail.com. That's right. And this concludes our episode of Articulation. Thank you guys so, so much for coming on. Thank you, Shasta. Thank you, you, Aaron. Um, You can find Articulation on uh, Facebook. And I'm working on an Instagram. It's facebook.com slash articulation pirate. And we are now on the Funky Town Podcast Network, sponsored by the Leaves Book and Tea Shop. So thank you so much to Leaves and Molly yeah. for hosting us. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> and yeah, you can find more about Art30 at Art30 uh, Texas on Facebook. And you can contact Art30 at art30texas at gmail.com. And if you would like to see my personal work, you can find me at www.art30 um, artofdressestudios.com Alright
Articulation is brought to you by the Funky Town Network. Sponsored by Lee's Book and Tea Shop. Please visit them at 120 St. Louis Avenue in Fort Worth, Texas.